Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am thrilled that you are with me this week. I have a new guest on with me that you've not heard from. Maybe you have heard her before, but she's not been on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And I'm really excited to talk with her today because we are going to talk about a topic that I struggle with. And I'm pretty sure probably a lot of you struggle with it as well. We're going to talk about procrastination. As a matter of fact, before we started recording, uh, we were scheduled to record at 12 o'clock noon and at like 11.59, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. I think I can sit down and record now. And I, and thankfully I have a husband who's not a procrastinator. And so he pulled up all my notes for me and, um, and he got me ready to go. But I was, you know, blow dried my hair like 10 minutes before we <laughs> jumped on because I'm a procrastinator. And the reason I'm a procrastinator is because Barb has not taught me how not to be a procrastinator. <laughs> but we're going to learn how to do that this week. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. Barb, thank you for being with me today. I am really, really looking forward to this conversation because like I said, this is something that I have struggled with my entire life is procrastination. And it frustrates me that I do, but it's because I, um, I don't know. I mean, I just always have something else to do, <laughs> which right. sounds silly. Uh, but I, I have so many things going on in my life and in my world and in my mind. And it's not that I procrastinate by sitting down and eating bonbons and, you know, drinking lemonade. It's that I procrastinate because I have a laundry list of things to do, including laundry, because, you know, we're moms and that's what we do. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about that this week. But before we get into talking about that, I would love for you to introduce your family to us, who you are, what you do, and what the Lord is doing through you. I'm I'm Barb Ravley. I'm a retired homeschool mom. Uh, my husband and I have been married almost 40 years. He We lived in a little tiny town in Montana for 30 years. And January 1st of this year, we started a new lifestyle doing travel physical therapy. So we go around the country for three months at a time. We're currently living in New Hampshire. And we have four adult kids. Uh, three are married. We have our first grandchild. Uh, we uh. homeschooled all those years. And and, and I can tell you that life after homeschooling is still a great life. That Different, but good. So encouraging. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's encouraging to hear. You told me that before we started recording. And uh, I, I told you how I dread the day that my girls, right. you know, leave my mm -hmm. home. And you said you dreaded it too. But when it happened, you know, um, the Lord gave you peace about it. So, well, the interesting thing is I started writing um, when our, when our, my oldest one got close to graduating, I started thinking, what am I going to do after the kids are gone? And that's when I actually started writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I love yeah. how the Lord does that. He just kind of moves you from one job, one ministry to another ministry. And, uh, you know, I, I say this on the podcast all the time, but I love talking to moms like yourself who have gone before me, who I can learn from. And uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about procrastination. <laughs> I, really need to learn. I need some really practical help on, on how to do this. So let's talk about uh, first about I want to talk about moms because um, I want to get into kind of transition into talking about kids and helping our kids learn how not to procrastinate. Um, but how does it affect the homeschool mom specifically? Because um, we're not talking about just any mom who gets to drop their kids off 
at school and has, you know, a, a good part of the day to get things done. But for the homeschooling moms specifically, how does procrastination affect us as homeschool moms? Well, it makes it really hard to homeschool. I was a terrible procrastinator back when I was homeschooling. And unlike you, I did procrastinate by eating bonbons or more likely like (laughs) cake from the the neighborhood bakery. But um, you start feeling, you feel frazzled because you have Mm -hmm. a stack of paperwork up on your desk. Uh, You feel like you're overwhelmed, especially if you correct the kids' work. You have all those things. My biggest fear was always that I would... uh, get my kids to high school and they'd leave home not knowing how to write because writing was one Mm -hmm. of those things I always procrastinated teaching. So it makes us just feel overwhelmed and kind of live defeated lives. It's like, we just feel like um, we can't handle it all. Mm -hmm. And it can affect our kids, you know, depending on what we procrastinate in teaching our kids that can affect them if we're not preparing them for everything they need to do when they leave home. Sure. Sure. Because we always feel like we're chasing something. At least Mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I always, there's always something else and there's always going to be something else that needs my attention, right? It's not like if I stop procrastinating, you know, all the things are going to go away and I'm going to complete my whole list of things that need to be done. But how do we, how do we overcome it? I mean, let's talk about um, why it's important to overcome procrastination first. Um, and, and let's kind of just go from there. Um, well, I think just to overcome it for the mom, it's just so you can have a, um, a better life to feel more peaceful, more, more joyful, uh, maybe also so you can prioritize because, you know, what you were talking about, the way you procrastinate, where you do all these other things, that's somebody who knows how to work. They're a hard worker, but they just haven't prioritized. And when you're trying to do mm-hmm. a million things in a time slot where you can only do three things, then we right. might not get the three most important things done. And a lot of times uh, we don't get those done because those are the hard things. We do the easy things, the fun things. We leave the yeah. hard things until so late in the day we have no energy to do them. So I think if if you learn to stop procrastinating, you can um, maybe figure out what's the most important thing to do and then actually get it done. And and you'll feel good. And plus you'll, you'll be doing what, you know, the things God wants you to do. Yeah. You're describing me to a T. <laughs> it's so funny because... Um, my husband, Garrett, he it drives him crazy. And I don't mean to drive him crazy. Garrett, as you're editing this, I do not mean to drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that. But I'm the one who I will say, oh, okay, I have to do this thing in 30 minutes. Um, you know, 30 minutes from now, I need to be somewhere. Th- this is where I do it the most. I need to be somewhere in 30 minutes. And in my mind, I'll think, okay, it takes 10 minutes to get there. So I don't need to be ready to walk out the door until 10 minutes before I need to actually be there. And so, you know, if I have to be there at 1030 at 1020, I'm running out the door. And I think I have this idea in my mind that all of these things can fit into that other 20 minutes at home. You know, I'm going to be able to do the dishes and make breakfast and make sure my, you know, girls are ready to go and have lunches packed if we're going to co-op or to the park for a picnic or something like that. And then all of a sudden it's 10, 20 and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I still have five things on my list to do. And I've only done a couple of them. Um, so, so can you talk to us practically mm-hmm. about how to just navigate through not procrastinating? Well, I would say two of the things that helped me the most were uh, number one, making a list of the top three things I wanted to get done for that day. And those are the things I would do when I had the most energy. So I'd make Mm -hmm. a list of the top three things I wanted to get done. And then I'd give time estimates 
as to how long each one would take. And that okay. was huge. Once I started es- like putting something on the list and then estimating how much time it would get done, that showed me right there, oh, I can't do as much as I thought I could do. Because yeah. I usually thought I could do three times more than I actually could. Because I thought, well, that won't be that hard. That'll be easy. Right. We'll just do that. So I would say those are the two two biggest uh, two biggest things that help. Another one is if you find yourself procrastinating the same thing over and over again, there's a reason you're procrastinating it. So try to find out what's making you procrastinate that. And for me, a lot of times it'll be, it's like too hard. I don't know how to do it. Um, I'm afraid of failure, different things like that. If it's too hard, you can just break it up into steps. So you break it up into five Mm. steps. So if I'm doing a big project now, like one that would take more than three hours, instead of putting that project on my list for the day, I'll put the next step on that project for the list today. So I might put like plan a plan podcast. That'll be in my list for today. And I'll say it'll take one hour. Okay. As soon as I'm through with that one hour, then I um, put the next step on the podcast on the list for the next day. So that way I kind of keep track of it, but I'm only focused on one small Uh, one small spot. And then I can keep looking. As I'm working on playing the podcast, I'm like, oh, I only only have an hour to do this. So I can't go off on rabbit trails. I can't start to obsess. I can't try and make it perfect because I'm kind of aware in the back of my mind, I only have an hour. And also, I mean, it's hard to mix it in with homeschooling because at home you have all the, the kids there. You're not like me, like the empty nester who can kind of plan their lives now. So you're going to have to try and, you know, if it's anything that takes a lot of concentration, see if you mm-hmm. can't plan it when you can, you know, have the kids doing other things and you think you'll get that. Right, right. I love lists. And so, but but this is a really good idea is to break up the big projects because it, it that's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making notes for myself here. I'm like, that's a really good idea because that's what I do is I have my list of things that need to get done. And, and many of them are big, like you said, and I just can't get to them because I know they're going to take me a long time. And so breaking it up, I, I don't know. I mean, as people are listening, maybe they're like, yeah, duh, Yvette, this is common sense. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes things aren't common sense for me, I guess. And uh, But this is a really good way to do this is, is so you said, make, uh, make a list and then give time estimates. So do you mm-hmm. actually like make a written list and then put down next to each thing that needs to be done, like write 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or do you just do that in your brain? No, no. Oh, no, I'd have to do, I'd never remember it in my brain. I, okay. I actually use a, a little app. Um, I use an amazing, the amazing Marvin app, <laughs> which oh, is, has okay. a big learning curve. So unless you really like apps or complicated learning curve, don't use that. But there's to do is there's all kinds of little apps, or you could just use your little piece of paper. Cause if you used a mm-hmm. notebook and you wrote today's date on it, you wrote down the job, the time estimate. And you remember, you went right the whole job fits the project. You just write the step you're going to do today. Then you can yeah. just turn the page. And on tom- the next day that you're going to do it, like if it's tomorrow, then you write the next step. Uh-huh. It just it just makes it so much easier because if we're procrastinating because it's too hard, we're usually just one little step is not that hard. And yeah. one step could be learn how to do it. Because right. it, some some women, I don't know if this is common for all women, like if I look at something, I see everything. I see everything uh-huh. I have to actually in my whole life. And I think I right. have to get it done today and I feel defeated if I don't. So that's why it's so helpful to step back and put it, no, just one step. That's all we're going to get done today is one step. Yeah. Because yeah. that's so all I have you, time for. Yeah. So do you, do you, you keep a running list, obviously, because the list has to be a running list. Do you include everything on your list? Like, if you have to do, you know, I mean, you've got your daily chores like laundry and dishes and meal prep and things like that. Do you include all of those things on your list or do you mm-hmm. have a list of just the very specific 
things that are not your typical everyday projects? My list would be pretty much just what, um, that I know I'm not going to do anyway. Like I never put laundry in the list because I always do laundry. Right. (laughs) So it's only things that, um, I have to try and make myself do. But okay. I'm not a person who just loves checking things off the list. So I'm not oh, motivated you don't like by check that. marks? No, I don't I don't even care. I'm not motivated by check marks. I'm I like love a, check a marks. super lazy, indulgent person who's motivated by fun. So that's why <laughs> um overcoming procrastination was so hard for me because I had to learn how to how to figure it out. But um yeah. yeah, I would just put the things that you can't make yourself to. And I don't know, this kind of gets into teaching your kids to be self-starters. I, I could add one thing there now, unless you want to have me wait for that for later. Sure. Yeah. We're going to talk about that, but go ahead and add in. Okay. Well, for the homeschool mom, you're overwhelmed with work. So one yeah. of the hugest things that helped me with homeschooling is delegating to my kids. So mm-hmm. like I had the kids wash their own clothes. From the age of four, I think. Mm -hmm. So they just, you know, put the clothes in the basket. They wash the whole basket at once. Doesn't matter if they have darks and lights. They have something new, you know, that you can wash it separately the first time. So they wash their own clothes. They each cooked one dinner a night. And then Mm -hmm. um, we did, they did all the household chores, which I can explain later when we get into self-starter. But um, if you have your kids doing all that Mm -hmm. without having to be told, that totally frees up your time. So, So I didn't really spend that much time homeschooling. I had four yeah. kids and most days I spent maybe t- 20 minutes a day homeschooling, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember I was back in my bonbon stage of life. So right, right. <laughs> the rest of the time <laughs> I was laying around, I was not very mature back in those days. Um, but you know, we oh. aren't always mature. Thankfully God has helped me grow since then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love your transparency. That's so great. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Barb. Um, before the break, we were talking about lists um, and and kind of about helping our kids to learn to become self-starters and, and involving them in the different parts of the household so that things can get done and they really do get done more efficiently when we teach our kids. And we are going to talk about that this week. Um, but when you said you were a procrastinator and, and like I said, I really, I love your transparency and saying <laughs> you, you, you did sit and eat the bonbon. Like, did you actually eat bonbons? No, actually I've never had a bonbon in my life. It'd be more I like ice cream or cookies or yeah. cake, whoever. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not a foodie and people know that about me. And so that's, that's typically not my um, vice. That's not the thing that I will sit down and waste time on because food just is boring to me. No, I will have candy during the day. <laughs> that would be I do e- like candy. Make life easier. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but 
since you were a procrastinator, I'm assuming that your children probably followed suit and that they maybe were as well, or did they just naturally get things done? No, or maybe of, they were different. Some of them were procrastinators. Some got things done. Um, mm-hmm. But for the procrastinators, I did some things that helped them. So one of my kids, uh, he, he just struggled to get his schoolwork done. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, let's make a list. And, and this kind of compares to, um, you know, adults doing routines, because sometimes it right. helps to do a routine, same thing, same order every day, helps you stop procrastinating. So that's mm-hmm. what I had him do with his schoolwork. I said, I don't care what order you put your subjects in, but you mm-hmm. have to start with the subject you hate the most. So do the subject you uh-huh. hate the most first, yeah. do the subject you hate the second most second. After that, I don't care what order you do it in. So yeah. that way, it, it totally, I think it actually cured the problem because, he was doing the thing he hated first when he had the most energy and self-control mm-hmm. to make himself do it. And same thing mm-hmm. the second. So by, you know, the third hour of the day or whenever he was on to an easier subject, he didn't mind so much because it was what a subject he liked doing. So he didn't need all that self-control to make himself do it. And I actually asked him, was there, was there anything else I helped you do to uh, overcome procrastination? He said, and I forgot this. He said, whenever we went to our friend's house to play, you would let us do all our uh, schoolwork the night before and if we got it all done the night oh. before, we could go to our friend's house to play. So <laughs> I thought that was interesting. So then he was super motivated to get his schoolwork done, even in the night, because he wanted to go to his friend's house to play. Sometimes they procrastinate because they th- think it's busy work. Um, we did uh-huh. sacks of math and sacks of math. Is, you know, we like the curriculum, but it has a lot of review. So mm-hmm. what I would do at the beginning of each schoolwork year, I would uh, let them take the chapter test. And they all oh, they had yeah. to do is no homework, just keep taking the chapter test once you get a B on the test, then you have to start doing the homework. So they could usually test out of like seven or eight chapters, maybe even more because, you know, they remembered it from last year and it was easy. So yeah. that was another, another thing. You get rid of some of that busy work and then they don't, they aren't so inclined to procrastinate. That's a really good idea. It's fun as moms when we can kind of see our, the whole picture and with our kids be able to step back and look at the whole picture and just say, okay, here's some things that we can work on and here's where your strengths are. Here's where your weaknesses are. And let's work together to strengthen the weaknesses. It, it's, it's a great opportunity that we have as homeschooling parents. I, I mean, we talk about these things all the time. We have so many opportunities as their parents and having them home because this is something that a teacher can't help them with in the classroom, but we as moms can see where their weaknesses are. And so we can see where our weaknesses are. And oftentimes, of course, our kids are the ones who point out our weaknesses to us, <laughs> or we get to just see our weaknesses in our reflection um, through our kids, right? Because I know I do that all the time. I mean, I look at my kids and I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that thing. Oh, but wait, you're doing that because that's exactly how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that can make parenting um very humbling, right? Well, the nice thing about homeschooling parents is you're you're with your kids so often that you mm-hmm. they can drive you crazy. <laughs> so you see their faults. Yeah. And so you're more apt to help them with their faults because, you know, you don't want them to drive you crazy. And the, the right. kids can learn how to be self-starters. Um, you know, the temptation sometimes to be mommy led. So mm-hmm. that we're always saying, got to get this done, got to get this done, got to get this done. And, and that's kind of how it is at school too. But that's not going to be how it is once they leave home. So if we can teach them how to overcome procrastination, learn to be self-starters, that, that'll just be such helpful uh, for the rest of their life. It's really going to help yeah. them. Yeah. Amen. Well, we are going to talk more about helping our kids to become self-starters this week, but we are out of time today. So thank you for being with me today. Barb, what is your website? Where can people find out more about you? Uh, barbraveling.com. 
Okay. And you have a book out. It's called Freedom from Procrastination. Um, tell us really quickly a little bit about that book. Uh, that book, it's both a Bible study. It has a bunch of renewing exercises. It actually has to-do lists. So it would actually work for a, a teenager homeschooler to, um, if he wanted to use it, he or she wanted to use it for school or the mom, yeah. either one. Yeah. Or together. You can do it together yeah, uh-huh. and both learn together. So right. that's awesome. All right. We will put links to the book and to Barb's website in the show notes. If this podcast is a blessing to you guys, would you consider making a donation, either a one-time or monthly donation to help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rock so that we can continue doing what we do? We want to continue to bring encouragement to you and your families and your friends. I love it when we get notes from you guys saying, you know, I shared, I shared your podcast with my friend and we talked about it. We were so encouraged. And, um, that, that is what keeps us going. I mean, it really does just keep that flame under us to keep up with this podcast. We love doing this. We love being able to serve you, the homeschool community in this way. Um, and so if you would just prayerfully consider helping to support the ministry financially, we would be really blessed by that. You can go to schoolhouse rocked Click on the Donate Here button and it will walk you right through it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with you on Wednesday with more encouragement from Barb Raveling. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.